Welcome back to the SIF podcast. So this episode is going to be a little different because this is part two of our episode last week called Deep Dive. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please go do that. You'll be so confused and it's great content. You don't want to miss it. But we don't have a What the Heck Ohio this week. Um, We just thought that we would jump right back in to save some of our time. So enjoy the rest of the episode. You remember, remember when I was like complaining about like, I'm literally so stressed right now because I just dove into the rapture and I was so scared, so fearful. And so I dove even further because like, I need to conquer this fear because like, I don't want this fear. And I I even, you guys remember I was panicking, going to full blown panic attack because I would just like, my mind would just go and go and go and go and I could not rest. And then I found truth in his word and he gave me understanding and the truth set me free. And now mm. I feel free and I feel content. So it's your own journey. You guys listening to it's your journey. And it's it's actually fun having this journey because you, f- you get closer to God while you're on this journey and trying to understand. Mm-hmm. And if you honestly just pray to God, be like, God, I literally said, I was like, I'm so overwhelmed with this. And I'm kind of upset because like, I don't, I don't understand. And I'm kind of irritated. Like, why did... I grow up learning I'm going to die and go straight to heaven to be judged then and there. And you're telling me I'm not. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm super confused and I don't like this at all. And I told him, like, I don't like it. And I think, well, I will say that <clears throat> this has just opened my eyes to the importance. I mean, I already knew, but the importance of um, having your own relationship with Christ, because obviously there's things that our pastors, our leaders, our churches are skipping or telling us wrong or, you know, interpreting differently to where what we think is really not how it's going to go. And I think, and I think that's why, um, so much, there's so many different theologies and so many different like ways to understand something and so many different interpretations of things. And it's why there's so many, it's why I think that's why we have different denominations and why we Mm -hmm. have different, um, sections and how, how, every single church does things differently. They have the same common goal and the same main belief, but it's not all exactly the same. Right. And I, and I think that's because like there are things that we don't understand. And as humans, we try to make them make sense to us and we're not going to be able to do that. And so the way that things make sense to us is how we were taught is how that pastor, that leader can, make us understand in his own way so that it's, you know, not scary to us and not concerning and all these things. Cause if I was growing up and a pastor basically told me I'd be in limbo, well, why would I want to be in limbo? Like that would make people question. So that makes total sense. I mean, now I'm like knowing and having, you know, my relationship with Jesus, I'm like, I'm not going to be like, uh Oh, do I want to believe? You know what I mean? But like yeah. growing up or being a newbie, that would be scary. Like, cause it is kind of scary. Like, why would I just be in like this? But do you know what the devil loves? Confusion. Confusion. And that's the confusion. other thing too. And, honestly, and Jesus is not confusion. God Jesus, is not no, confusion. No, no. confusion. The devil. So what he's going to do. Okay. Generational curses. Mm. Okay. Like he's going to use every weapon that he has. Yeah. So if he can see, oh, they're telling people that when they die, they like 
what's the easy thing to tell kids when their grandparent dies? They're in heaven watching them. They're in heaven watching you and you'll see them again one day when you die. Is that biblical? That's the question I had to ask. Is that biblical? Like, is that what Jesus says? Like, what does the Bible say about that? Because I was like, that that creeped me out. My dead relative is watching over me. That creeped you out? That scared me. Really? And I've always felt so uneasy about it. Really? Yes. And then, you know, oh my gosh, this is, it's connecting in my brain right now because they tell you your loved one is watching you. Okay, so let's talk about ghosts, right? So those people that say, oh, my my grandmother mediums and stuff like my grandmother mm. said the devil's going to use that. Yeah. What they were you were told as a kid was that your grandparents up there in heaven watching over you. OK, so he's going to convince you, OK, ghosts are real. Now your grandparents are ghosts and they're here in this room with you telling you this. But really, it's a demon. It is. It's yes, a demon. It's in a book. It's and a, I read that in a book. It's a I demon, a and they're what taking book? the form. It's called, uh, they're taking the, bond the form. Is a breaker. Yeah, mm. they're taking the form, they're taking, or they're called familiars. The demons are called familiars of your relative yes. to what? for the enemy to trick you. Yes. I'm getting. I have chills. I have goosies. Yes. Wow. Did I you just, just get goosebumps right my, now? Yes. I, I just did. got goosebumps right now. Thank you, Jesus. The okay. Oh my gosh, the presence of the Lord is in this room right now because I feel him for real. We are uncovering truth. Bree, do you feel a little bit freedom right now? Like I feel I feel free because the truth will set you Jesus, the truth will set you free. Okay? So these things so much more sense. These things. I'm so glad we did this last episode. We almost didn't record this. The things that we are taught as children are grooming us and preparing us in our adulthood for the enemy to deceive us even further. Oh, my God. You better speak on it. I'm just going to let you say, like, I I hope you guys feel the presence of God right now. Like, I pray that you just, the presence of God just overwhelms your listening device. Whatever you're listening on, that you just feel him right now because it's so strong in this room. Like, I'm, like, shaking. I've got goosebumps. Like, he is here. The enemy. Sorry. He will groom and deceive us as children through our parents through our grandparents wow. through the generational curses and through the things that are just easy to tell your kids yeah. it's the easy thing to say rather than sit and explain that there's a you know you go to to paradise and then you're whatever like all the things like yeah. if i would have been taught that as a kid growing up that would have been the normal for me right yeah. that wouldn't have been like oh that's scary that would have been like this is what happens yeah you know and then you know like you if you tell them right off the bat that's all they know there's nothing to be scared of yeah it's just truth and the truth will set them free so they will not fear because god does not have a spirit of fear he will not give you a spirit of fear power love and sound so then as you grow up the devil's gonna use that he uses every weapon he is hard at work right now because the end is coming jesus is coming and he's gonna use whatever he can Mm -hmm. to trick and deceive yeah so you y'all be in your bible and learn for yourself don't just take what your preacher says don't take what your parents say don't take what your grandparents or your friends Mm. it took me having a paralyzing fear in my like like i'm talking like agonizing like paralyzing like i i was having panic attacks over it i was so fearful and did not know why because it was not the truth 
Mm -hmm. And I dove in because I'm like, Lord, I know you don't cause a spirit of fear. This is legit fear. This is not fear of the Lord. This is not healthy fear of the Lord. This is legit fear. And I dove into it head first, found out for myself and started studying the Bible and just reading specifically. And I kept reading like, I forget what it is. It's like wisdom. Knowledge is the beginning of wisdom and wisdom's the beginning of understanding stuff like that. Like I was like, well, I'm not getting any of that. And then I kept getting to the truth will set you free. And I'm like, I just want to be free. Mm. And why am I not free? This must not be the truth. Mm. And I'm mm. not going to tell you what I think. Okay. I'm not going to give you like, this is what it is. The truth that set me free because it's for you to find out for yourself. Right. It's for you to go out and study it. The Lord wants us to ask questions. He mm. wants us to be curious. He wants us to question everything because by questioning it, it means you're studying it. Mm. It means you're diving in. It means you're getting closer and getting to know him and who he is and his character. And I also feel like if you if you told us exactly what he revealed to you, exactly what you understand, it's and I and you know what? This makes sense as to why we don't have an exact detailed layout of, you know, exactly how things are, how things work, what his plans are and why he does things in mysterious ways. And we're not going to understand everything is because not everybody is going to receive the truth in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not everybody's going to understand it. Not everyone's going to have peace about it in the same way. And I, that makes total sense as to why, like we don't understand everything and we are revealed things differently because God can't it, reveal something to me the same way he reveals it to you. Right. Because what gives me peace might scare the crap out of you. Or vice versa, yeah. or um, might make somebody doubt or whatever, mm-hmm. because everybody's brain works differently, and he understands the desires of our heart. He understands how our brains work because he made us, yeah. and so because he knows all these things about us, he has to show us things in the way that we understand it, that we'll perceive it and uh, and accept it, and that we and that we won't be fearful, that we won't. Um, doubt or be concerned with what he has to say and it has to be in the time that we're ready to hear it Mm -hmm. because if because like gabby if god if god would have you know you know revealed to you something about revelation or showed you something revelation when you weren't ready to understand it and study it it probably would have scared you because what what i've like come into my truth and my understanding is not a popular belief about the rapture and about end times and if i were to tell you right now what i think i know in my heart is what's going to happen you guys are going to be like "Mm, that's scary you know right because you have to be ready to understand it's not a a popular belief it's not something that you're growing up learning Mm -hmm. you know and and it's and i'm still learning and i'm still questioning and sorry my cat is eating over here next to me (laughs) She does eat a lot. I'm just not noticing. I need to yeah, do something about that. But, I, but it, it's it's like you you need to like I'm I, like I said I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still trying to understand. It's constantly I'm trying mm-hmm. and I'm constantly questioning. Mm-hmm. Even though like God, he can handle the questions. Yeah, he it's can, okay to he ask. He encourages it. Yeah. He encourages it. You know, and they usually say like I've heard that like the people that um 
like don't really believe in Christianity. So what they do, they just study all the different religions and they mm-hmm. come to the truth and the truth. They find truth in Christianity and they find, you know, evidence mm-hmm. of it and they find like all these things and yeah. they end up becoming Christians because yeah. they're finding by studying it mm-hmm. and by going into it. I feel like a crazy lady right now. I'm no. just like, you know, that it makes He's total like, sense. aliens. That's how I feel. <laughs> Alien. I feel like, like that one guy. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> but like, I'm so serious. Like, I, even though I believe something that I've studied and that God's revealed to me is totally crazy about end time raptures. That's not very popular. Like, I'm still questioning it. I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still growing. I'm still going. And and that's the beauty of it. Because like, like I said, we will never understand the mysteries right. of God. No. Mm-mm. Never, ever, not ever. This episode has totally turned into a whole nother topic, but I'm... But honestly, it's fine. I'm fine with it. It's about just diving deep. Like, come on now. We could just call it deep dive. Deep dive. (laughs) I mean, the man, myth, the the legend is still all up in this. He is. In this room. I I just want to thank Jesus for our guest star every week. Thanks for being our co-host. For the word, because holy cow. (sighs) No words. Moral of the story is I don't trust nobody or nothing none of our governments nothing i've ever been told or nothing i only trust jesus right what he's mm-hmm. what his word says even like because i'm learned literally unlearning everything that i've been taught growing up and it's not even their fault it's not even our parents or pastors or whatever's fault because that's what they that's were taught what they were taught it's, yeah. and that's you know what that's wild because you know like that's that would be considered a generational curse yes because yeah. satan can twist one person's thought process and they tell that person and they tell that person and they tell that person and down the line it goes and then oh i learned this in seminary i learned this in bible college i learned i can honestly say now you guys can say that if you have different different um uh opinions opinions on it but for me when i when a when a pastor is teaching not preaching, teaching something about theology, about what it says in the Bible, um, not a word that God gave them, but like specifically what the Bible says, right? I have yet to have a pastor say, God showed this to me when he's talking about specifics of how something's going to go down or how something did go down. What They'll say, when I studied in Bible college, when I studied in seminary, we learned this in this place, mm. which there's nothing wrong with that. You it, it, like go and study the word. How are you like, you know, it's important for teachers, leaders, preachers. Or they just say like, oh, in Mark, whatever, it says this and just kind of gives her interpretation of right. it. Right. And so like, yes, we all have our different interpretations, whatever. But like the, you know, people are learning from people mm-hmm. and yes, God reveals things to people. He talks to people and yes, pastors hear directly from God. Everybody can hear from God, but with specifics, things like that, I have yet to hear a pastor, leader, teacher say that God told me da 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 da, da or God revealed to me da da da. It's usually like, I learned this from my mentor. I learned this from this, which not all of it's wrong. There's a lot of stuff that's, you know, correct, but like, you know, the whole limbo thing. And were you going to say something, Celine? Because no. you gasped like no. you were going to say something. No, I was going to say that I, I have heard pastors. You have? That I've heard that have said like, oh, God told me. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. God. Yeah. That's great. I have great. heard that. 
Great. I'm glad because yeah. <laughs> then that means we have. I mean, I have two, but majority of them don't. So yeah. like I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Majority yeah. Of them don't. So like the people that are under like, these leaderships. Folks. Yeah. So like people that are under these leaderships. You know what's super crazy? What? So a few years ago, um, JL um, was like, oh, um, there's this class. I think it was a Bethel class. And it was like how to hear the Holy Spirit. And it was a thousand dollars. Are you and kidding? He's like, should I do it? And I was like, no. My my discernment was like, no. Red flag on the play. I literally told him. I said, number one, that's not something that you learn how to do. That's something that like God, God gives shows to you, you and when shows reveals you. To you. That that's a relationship thing. You don't yeah. just go to a class, pay a thousand dollars, and receive it. And like all those self help books, how to hear God. And so then no. I told him. I said, also, even if it was teachable, number two. Why are they charging you for it? Right. If if they have the key. Right. Like if they have the ant like the cancer like treatment, whatever. What's it called? Cancer the, like the um the cure. The cure. They have the sorry, <laughs> words. What is it that they forgetting I, words? The Lord can speak through me, but I can't think of one word. Okay. <laughs> That's how you know it was a Lord, because I just don't know words. Right? Um if somebody had the cure to cancer. Wouldn't you want to give that out for free? Absolutely. Yes. Not charge people an arm and a leg and a million billion dollars for it. So it's like, I'm looking at this. It's a class on how to how to hear the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, hello, if I if I could just give that to people, I would do it for free. Why are Period. you especially Bethel of all things? Like, like why are we charging people? Why right? are you charging people like a big giant worth millions? Like charging people a thousand bucks for a six-month class on how to hear the holy spirit and that's how satan gets in so i told him no i said don't do that yeah no and i was like that's something that is like a relationship thing you and god he he can show you that for free for free because for free. because jesus died on the cross for our sins and for, you know it's not like, gonna be wrong didn't cost us anything nothing. cost him everything it cost us nothing like come a free on gift a free gift I, that we receive by believing and people are trying to charge like it's a secret. It's mm. not a secret. This is not how to learn mm. how to invest in stocks. Yeah. The, like Jesus, what Jesus wants to invest in us. Hey, hey now. And if, and if, if he wants us, and if we want to understand, all we got to do is tune in. Right. And it may not. And just because we don't get it right away does not mean it's not going to happen. Right. If like, for example, I really, really, really wanted the gift of tongues. And I wanted it so badly. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and asked God and asked God, why can't I have it? No, 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 no. Because the church, I know, I knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have been so distraught about it. But um, the church that I was at had me, led me to believe that if you don't speak in tongues, that you have not received the Holy Spirit, mm. which is not true. Horrible. I had to unlearn that, that, you know, and it even is biblical that not everyone is going to have that gift. Everyone has their own gift. Now, everyone's going to. Yeah. Paul himself says in first Corinthians, he says, I want all of you to speak in tongues, but I would even more like all of you to speak prophecy. Right. Because like a thousand words on what is it? Oh, my gosh. I'm totally misquoting it. But you, you basically. Right. Know He's like un ununderstandable words like it's one you know what i'm saying like yeah. a thousand See, that i didn't know yeah so not every like you can go back and, and read it it's in corinthians that he talks about all the different gifts and that not everybody's going to have it you can have multiple you could have one you could have all of them like everybody has different gifts but 
but you when you when you want to receive the Holy Spirit, he comes to you. And you probably have like in, in the in your quiet moments when you just feel his overwhelming presence between you and him, you probably already got it, girl. Just because you didn't start going to blah, 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 <laughs> doesn't mean, yeah. you know, and 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 there's and a lot of gifts that, you know, you have that you may not know that you have because they need to be unlocked. God needs to reveal something to you. He needs to teach you in order to find them. Like, you know, um, Oh, what Gabby? I got it. Okay. Okay. First Corinthians 14, um, tongues and prophecy. I, if you guys are questioning, because like I grew up, we grew up super Baptist and like, it's not okay. Oh my gosh. If you see tongues, you need to run like this is bad. And then we started going to a church that had tongues and we're like, "Mm." I was uneasy. So I, I had fear again, Mm -hmm. all of my intense studying and finding the truth to set me free has all stemmed from having a deep fear and not knowing why. Yeah. Um, I dove into it. I dove into it head first and started studying in first Corinthians and it's the, the love chapter, you know, he's talking about love is patient. Love is kind. He's not talking about like husband and wife love there. I hope you know, no. you know, he's talking about general love for mm-hmm. one another. Okay. Okay. It says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire special abilities. The spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy for, if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God. Since people won't be able to understand you, you will be speaking by the power of the spirit, but it will all be mysterious. But one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens an entire church. I wish all of you could speak in tongues, but even more, I wish all of you could prophesy for prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues unless someone interprets what you are saying so that the whole church will be strengthened. Dear brothers and sisters, if I should come to you speaking in an unknown language, how would that help you? If I bring you a revelation or some special knowledge or prophecy or teaching that will be helpful, even lifeless instruments like the flute or the harp must play notes clearly or no one will recognize the melody and if the bold bugler b-u-g-l-e-r bugler bugler doesn't sound a clear call how will the soldiers know bugler like a bugle oh okay doesn't sound a clear call then how will the soldiers know they're being called to battle Mm. it's the same for you if you speak to people in words they don't understand how will they know what you are saying you might as well be talking into an empty space um then it talks about the different languages um if i don't understand i'll be a foreigner um and it says if you speak in tongues pray, pray that you can interpret what you said um for if i pray in tongues my spirit is praying but i don't understand what i'm saying what shall I do? Pray in the spirit, but I also pray words I understand. I will sing in the spirit. I also sing in words I understand. Um, for if you praise God only in the spirit, how can those who don't understand you praise God along with you? Mm. Um, and it's just talking that it says, I thank God I speak in tongues more than any of you, but in a church meeting, I would rather speak five understandable words for to help others than 10,000 words in an unknown language. Um, it says, dear brothers and sisters, don't be childish, childish. Oh, there's our timer to be done, but, um, we'll keep going. There's our 
were childish because the devil teaches you things as a child mm. that he twists later on. Don't be childish in your understanding of these things. Be innocent as babies when it comes to evil, but be mature in understanding matters of this kind. It is written in the scriptures. I will speak to my own people through strange languages and through the lips of foreigners, but even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. So if you're, if you see us speaking in tongues as a sign, oh, it just talks about the assigned unbelievers and whatever. Yeah. Um, then it says, yeah, it's basically just yeah. laying out the law and like, and then it starts talking about like, the correct way and someone has to be interpreting and you guys have to take turns speaking in tongues like if there's more you know if more people are listening talks about the correct way to do it yeah but um yeah be encouraged celine and it doesn't mean that you don't have another gift and then there's a whole other section in corinthians where he's talking about the other gifts i don't remember where it's at yeah there's there's a bunch more and all kinds of gifts and don't be discouraged because asking you shall, shall receive i did receive it eventually yeah and, and it too. happened it happened when i least expected it like I was asking and asking and asking and I'm like, why isn't it happening? Am I not worthy? But the reality is, and I, this whole time I was thinking that whole time I was thinking that I wasn't receiving the Holy spirit when that's not true. Anytime for me, anytime that I have delve in deep and I felt the presence just fall and overwhelm me, that was the Holy spirit coming to coming by like it. And he was coming, coming into the place that I asked him to come into and just because I didn't receive what I've been asking for in that moment did not mean that he did not come. Also, they they tell you like speaking in tongues is the evidence of the Holy yeah. Spirit, but there's lots of ev- like lots. fruits of the, the fruits of the Spirit are evidence of the Holy. Those Spirit. Those are all evidence of the Holy Spirit. Self control. What peace, are the other ones? Patience, kindness, peace, patience, goodness. Kindness. Um, Those are evidence. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. I just sing the song. Those are all the fruits of the Spirit. Those are all evidence of the Holy Spirit. evidence of the spirit but the church likes to make it that tongues is the only evidence or prophecy or or whatever spiritual gifts spiritual gifts are different than fruits of the spirit that that it's literally in the name fruits of the holy spirit spiritual gifts are the things like acting things that you do things that god allows you to do the abilities the prophecy the speaking in tongues the healing people the whatever all those things those are your what did I just call them? Gifts. Gifts of the spirit. Fruits of the spirit is the product of what you plant and what you grow. What God has put inside of you. The roots, that's the foundation, the roots say, oh my gosh, he says, um, I am the tree, you are the branches, or I'm the vine. I'm the vine, you are the branches. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Like Abide in me and I in you. And then the, then you're going to see the fruits on your branch. Mm-hmm. If you have the whole, you know what I'm saying? Am I blowing your mind because my mind's being blown right now <laughs> the lord thank you jesus because literally like he is a vine you are the branch and you will see the evidence of him in your life which is the fruits of the spirit <laughs> Celine has no words god's about to blow your mind literally i jesus thank wow. you lord so be be encouraged just because you be, and it doesn't mean you won't get it either and yeah. and i i discovered too that like if that's really a desire of your heart then he will give it to you you'll get it when he finds the right time to give it to you but until then it doesn't mean that you don't have a gift maybe you just don't know what it is yet and it doesn't mean that he hasn't already planted seeds for you to have fruit but also maybe he wants you to not focus so much on 
that one thing because the enemy's trying to distract you Ooh. from something else that God wants to give you. Ooh. Because what did Paul say? He says, you know, I want all of you to speak in tongues, but that's not the most important thing. Mm. That's not it. He said, there's more. I want all of you yeah. to do it, but that, that only benefits you. Yeah. That doesn't benefit anyone else. That only helps build you up on the inside, mm. you know? And what's the devil going to do? He's going to confuse mm. and he's going to twist and he's going to tarnish anything he can. So whatever's telling you that you don't have the Holy Spirit because you don't have the gift of tongues, that's a lie straight from the devil. And that was something that we learned in church. You, and that's something we learned in church, something to distract you from what God has for you. Mm. So maybe he's saying, Celine, this is what I have for you. You need to stop focused on that. And then once you let that go and say, you know what, God, I'm going to do this instead. Then you're going to get your gift. Mm. Hey, now I got chills again. Yeah, the way that I'm about to start crying. Lord. Listen. Jesus. Mm. We need to end this episode. We're going to keep going for hours and hours and hours. Because you have a gift. Everybody has one. Mm -hmm. And I know it's easy to think that you don't have one. Because we've we've been taught that if you don't speak in tongues, that you don't have the Holy Spirit. That is not true. Anytime that he's ever spoken to you, anytime that he's ever just came by and sat with you, comforted you, anytime that he has settled down in your space, you have received it. And he never left. You have Jesus in your heart. He's there. Three in one. You already have it. Yes, people, you know, sometimes people receive that gift immediately. But honestly, I'm sure a lot of people fake it. Fake it till you make it. People mm. falling out in the spirit. That's fake too. I've had a lot. I've had a lot of leaders push, try to push me down. And I'm like, uh-uh. I've always wanted to fall in the spirit. I have one time. Any other it, time. Is it biblical even? I don't even. We don't know. So but, I, mean, I don't even know if I've read of people falling out in the spirit. Is that something that's just like people just, I don't know. I've always wanted to though. But at the end of the day. You get a modesty cloth. I want you to me. know. Not a modesty cloth. I want you to know that what I see in you is kindness, goodness, patience all fruits of the spirit that maybe you and and a plethora of other things like you are one of the kindest people that I know and even though you may feel like you don't show Jesus but to me you show Jesus all the time like you like what's the word like emanate Jesus in your kindness in your person that's a gift I can honestly say that and and this is something that I need to work on that you know I don't necessarily give off a vibe to people who don't know that I love Jesus. That's something that I need to work on. But because of how kind you are and your person and how you go above and beyond for people, even when you don't want to. And that's, that's why, that's why you have at work, you have delivery drivers that go above and beyond for you because they see Jesus in you and you're kind to them. I don't they don't do that to anybody else Lee and I already know that's why that's why people that's why people are so like kind to you because you show Jesus to them and even though you're even though you feel like you're not doing enough you don't have to go above and beyond and like Jesus loves you and da 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 because because you can show Jesus just in being in your person because he's in you and he works through you even 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 though you're not giving them scriptures you're not like let me pray for you it doesn't mean you're not doing enough it doesn't mean that you don't have that gift because the fruits are already growing. They already are happening. I already see them. But if you want them to be bigger and more evident in your life, just put some little fertilizer on it. 
Grow big juicy fruits. What? No. <laughs> or a big juicy no, fruit. No, grow big. Like, I'm imagining her branch mean. right now, okay? Mm. In my brain, I'm imagining the branch and I'm seeing the little buds. The little buds. You know? They start off as flowers and then they like start to get bigger and bigger, right? And sometimes I know fruit trees, they, like it takes several years for them to even produce fruit, mm. right? So it takes some time. You got to wait on that. And they have dormant periods. Yes. There's so many different things that go into fruit trees, okay? And if we're thinking of our walk with God as a fruit tree, mm. it makes so much sense. Yeah. As why he calls it fruits of the spirit and why he's the vine where the branches because like it's like fruit they're very finicky and difficult to grow they're so mm. difficult to grow they're difficult to like they have to be cultivate. in the perfect environment they have to have the right kind of food the right kind of water the right kind of sunlight like it's so much that goes into it just feed it feed into it read your bible like do all the things that they tell you read your bible and pray and worship and do all the things but be intentional with what you're doing and really just pour into that like oh. i would read into corinthians I would study that because once I let go of the idea that I haven't received the Holy Spirit because I don't have the gift of tongues, my whole world opened up. You know, like the truth will set you free. If you're having an uneasy, if anybody is having an uneasiness about something that you believe and you don't know why and you're anxious and you're fearful and you're not understanding, but you believe it because that's what the Bible says. Or that's well, what they said in church. That's what they said in church. That's what my pastor says. If you're feeling uneasy, unsure, just so anxious about it to where you can't stop thinking about it or it just doesn't sit right. Go read for yourself. Yep. Go study deep dive into it head first into your fear and anxiety and into it because our God does not give us a spirit of fear and mm -hmm. anxiety. That is the enemy. Yep. And once you know the truth, the truth will set you free because you know what? Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Yep. And if you want to receive that and walk in that, you need to find out for yourself get into it yeah and let me just let me just say that in church they at least in the pentecostal denomination that's what we are currently um they we've been taught that the holy spirit needs to be received separately that's not true and i had to unlearn that because they are three in one god jesus and the holy spirit are three in one and when jesus left he said, I am sending a helper for you. Why would he send the helper to just be hanging out and waiting around to not be received? That doesn't make any sense mm -hmm. for you to have to do work when you've already accepted Jesus into your heart. He's already there. He's living in your heart. If he is three in one, if he is the Holy Spirit, why do you not already have it? Right. There's nothing extra that you need to do. There's nothing there's for anybody. There's not, there's not an extra step you have to do. You don't have to be churchy enough. You don't have to be Christian enough. You don't have to like, like if you are cultivating a relationship with Jesus and he is in your heart and you've accepted him and you love him and you do your best that you can do, you have it. That's it. That's all. If, 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 and if you want to have gift an evidence of having it, doesn't mean you don't have it, but if you want to have the evidence of of it, then you can seek that. And it, and it may not be the one that you're asking for. He may have another one for you. Mm. But at the end of the day, I think that is a huge misconception 
that it's a separate thing that you need to receive and you need to ask for because that is not true. They are the same. So when you ask Jesus in your heart, you are receiving the whole spirit because when Jesus left, he sent the helper to us. He is our helper. If he wasn't the helper, then he would be doing exactly what we're taught, waiting around for us to do whatever we need to do, follow these steps, whatever. Also, since to receive when is the help. conditions to his love? Exactly. Since when? Since when? Like he said, I came to die for you. Believe in me and I am the way. Yep. The truth and the life. But then I don't know where along the way people put conditions to it. Hmm. There aren't oh, any. Oh, well, you have to receive the gift of tongues or else you're not going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You're not going to go to heaven. Mm. Sorry. Or even like, you pe- know, or so it's like at what point did there become conditions? Or there's people that believe if you aren't baptized by water, you won't go to heaven. Well. There's people that aren't going to have that opportunity. Do you think Jesus is going to deny them? No, I don't know what I think, but, but I know there, saying, there like, is. Jesus there does are, talk about it. Like, right. But they're in the. But there are a lot of people that are like, absolutely not. And I, I, I mean that if you don't have the opportunity to do so, then Jesus knows your heart and he yeah. knows, right. At the end of the day. But I mean, like there's so many people, there's so many stipulations that are put in the church on things that do not need to be there. And at the end of the day, it just needs to be about the fact that Jesus loves every single one of us, no matter what we did, what we said, what we think. No matter theology differences, how we interpret things, because at the end of the day, he knows our heart. He understands the desires of our heart. He understands us as a person and he created us to be who we are. And whatever we do, we will not be deserving, but he will do it anyway. He will Mm -hmm. love us anyway and be there for us anyway. And as long as we are cultivating our relationship and diving deep and pressing in. And I know that there's times that we have these periods where, you know, we don't feel the presence. We don't know where he's at. But like we said earlier, if our if our relationship with God is a tree, there are parts, there are seasons that the tree does not bear fruit. There are dormant periods where it does not bear fruit. It is still alive. It is still living and breathing, but it's not bearing fruit. And that does not mean that it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And then when fruit season comes, it's plentiful so long as it is cultivated and cared for properly. And there's a lot of things that come against your fruit. There's critters that come against your fruit. There's, uh, you know, diseases that come against your fruit. There's all sorts of things. There's people that will pick your fruit, take advantage of you. But at the end of the day, as long as you are rooted, because that's that's our church's word for the word for the year rooted and grounded. If you are rooted and grounded in the proper soil and you are cultivating the best of your possible ability, your fruit will be plentiful. And if you are not in your fruit season, then that is OK. You will have seasons that you will not bear fruit. And that doesn't mean you're not doing something right at all. And it doesn't mean that you don't have a gift. And it doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit is not with you because that is a lie from the devil. And that is how. What is that word? I can't think of that word that starts with a C. That's, Cultivate. No. no. We were trying to think of this word in another episode. Was it this episode or another one? It was the other one. We're doing another episode. We're trying what to think of this word. What the devil does think. with our Conversion. minds. No. I know Construe? it starts with a C. 
That's misconstrued. That's not. I can't think of it, but that's how the devil irritated changes how we think. And that is how he gets it to where we aren't bearing fruit in our fruit season Mm. because he is sending critters that we can't fight off. He's sending that we pesticides. don't feel strong enough to 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 fight off. He he the pesticide. He tells us that we're not bearing fruit for a certain reason. He messes with the ground. Like he there's he will do everything he possibly can to uproot us and, and break that's off why our we branches. Have to have a firm foundation. It is a firm. But we need to wrap it up because we have gone way over wow. the hour mark. Listen, God has no timing. No. So I hope you all <laughs> have enjoyed this extra long. <laughs> Extra emotional, extra prophecy episode. You mean prophetic? Prophetic. <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> We've been doing this all day. We've recorded several episodes today, but um, I think we're going to call this one Deep Dive mm. because I think what we can take away from this is don't trust nothing you learn, unlearn unlearn everything and relearn for yourself and just deep dive into it and let the holy spirit and the bible let him speak to you through his word and pray for wisdom knowledge and understanding and truth because the truth will set you free yep period that's it that's all dive deep deep. we're about to die Sorry, that was probably not appropriate. Of all songs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>